The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Nui Scruggs. Welcome to Monday. The Dallas Cowboys take a 23-9 loss on Sunday Night Football to the Philadelphia Eagles. With a chance to go into first place, the Cowboys lose their third straight football game. I'm Newey Scruggs, longtime Cowboys reporter, joined by former Dallas Cowboys safeties Barry Church and Danny McRae. All right, McRae, you, uh, you, you're right. I mean, you know, your pick was, was pretty much the closest of the picks that we had on Friday. You had predicted a 30-14 to 14 Philly win. I went 32 to 10 Philly, and uh, Church went 24 to 17 Cowboys. So, McCray, you you were the closest to the mark on that. Uh, listen, a- absolutely. You know, uh, I'm, I'm not going to try to steal the Nostradamus name, but uh, I think I'm doing a little better than than, than, than that guy. Uh, it, you it guessed one sense, game. <laughs> you <laughs> guessed <laughs> one game. <laughs> listen, no, if you really think about it. My pick and your pick got him to flip his pick over because it sounded like he was going with the Eagles. I mean, with the uh, Cowboys beating the Eagles before we got to yes. Friday's pick. So I'm just saying, you know, uh, yeah, w- w- one game, one game, one game is cool. And that one game that I picked, you still lost the spread in that one. So, I mean, it's just it's just not good for you, bro. <laughs> oh, what, what was your score this game? What game? What did you predict? I picked 30 to 10. 30 to 10. Uh, right. no, what was the final score? The, no, D-Mac, the, you, went, you, went, you went 30 to uh, 30 to 14 is what you 14, mean. 30 to 14. Oh, yeah, I said, I said that we, we, we would score on special teams or we would score a defensive touchdown, some, some type of spark play, which we got, we got very, very close. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. And what, what was my score again? You went 24 to 17 Philly. I mean, uh, Dallas, Dallas winning. Dallas, you, Dallas. How was, how was D-Mac's pick closer than mine? You picked the Cowboys to win. No, I didn't. No, 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 no. He 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 he, cha- he changes the Philly at the end. He changes the Philly. Wait, wait, at wait, the wait, end. wait, wait, wait. Let me let me check. But, but, wait, wait, let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Man, right. grab but that handy dandy notebook. Yes, grab 20, all 20, that. <laughs> Don't be throwing my name, no Sajamas, around like it's he, just he out. Said, of Come on he now. Said, <laughs> he, he said the Cowboys would. He said the Cowboys would cover. The heck is wrong with you, Dewey? He said the Cowboys would cover. They did not. The Cowboys did not they cover. They did not. They did, <laughs> did not cover. So, so basically, Church, you went one. You went one on one on this bet. We went two and I up did because we got we got the winner, and we got the spread correct. Now, if we were betting in Vegas where they just sit around here and they just say you got to worry about the spread, you definitely would have lost your money. Yeah, but, that, uh, this is true. This is true. This is true. I would have lost, lost my fifty cent on that one. Here's what's crazy: we all thought the Cowboys would score a touchdown. Danny, you thought they'd score two. Church, you thought they'd score two. They have not scored a touchdown the last two weeks, gentlemen. And that is <sighs> because we're talking Man. about things that haven't happened since the franchise started in 1960. We're talking about that type of futility here where the offense cannot score any points. And while Dak Prescott is not playing, Dak Prescott is making himself a lot of money by not playing. Just yes, by the is. simple fact that this team cannot generate anything at all. I said I was excited to see Ben DiNucci on Friday, and I was excited for the first possession. And then the excitement stopped. It, it stopped, man. And you just realized that 
Nui, Nui, come on, man. You was you was not excited to see. You was not excited to see Danucci. I was come like, on, Dave man. Campo, you come said, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Listen, uh, and, yeah, and, and listen, and listen, if, you, if, you, if you're being real with yourself, your excitement on the first drive was double reverse, reverse, wildcat. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't even right. excitement for something that Ben DiNucci was doing. It was, it was the right. play calling that he was pulling out of there for Boise State. So, no, I don't, I don't want to hear right. nothing about being excited for DiNucci. Church thought he was going to be the guy he had some swag and all this other stuff. He was swagless out there, fumbling the ball, you know, overthrowing people. If it wasn't for Gallup catching those, those extended running plays that I, that I talked about they needed to do, then it, it would have been way, way worse than it was. Yeah, it was, it was kind of, it was tough, man. It, it was a tough outing for my boy uh, Danucci out there. You know, I thought coming into this game, uh, he he, he might have had a spark. He might have showed something. We heard all all about this twenty one mile an hour speed, and uh, I'll be honest with you, man. He he couldn't turn the corner on anybody out there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And he, he just looked kind of, I mean, I understand it was his first start. He didn't have any OTAs. He didn't have any preseason games, but he, he did kind of look, you know, kind of timid out there. I don't know if the moment was too big. He just kind of looked kind of scared out there to me. Um, but overall, man, oh, there goes my camera messing up. There it is. At least, at least they're not showing you right now. They 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 showing the screen. They showing the screen. Let, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Because I went on Twitter last night and I posted uh, do we have a $100 million receiver? And man, I'll tell you what, some of the people, they misunderstood what I was saying and they went back and forth for all this time. I'm sitting here watching Gallup catch passes. I'm watching CD Lamb catch a pass. I'm watching Schultz catch. I'm watching everybody catch a pass except the guy that's making $100 million and is supposed to be our best playmaker. If that's our best playmaker, you should design some plays to get the ball in his hands, be it run or pass, handoff, catch, any of that. The only play that I seen they had designed was, I think, one, one of the receivers was running a double reverse, and he was supposed to throw it to Coop, and he ended up getting stopped before that by, um, I think, by Fletcher Cedric Cox. Wilson. But yeah, like, Cedric Wilson. So, yeah, it, it, yeah, Fletcher Wilson. It, just, it, does, it, it doesn't make no sense to me how you don't plan to have this guy get the ball in his hands because he's one of the most dynamic players that we have on the roster. I don't understand that. So, Danny, what you're saying is Kellen Moore did not call a good game in your eyes. No, 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 I'm no, 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 no. I'm saying that the same thing I've been saying from since the beginning of the season. The offense should go around 21. At that time, it was four and 19. We've seen what 19 can do when he gets the ball in his hands, and you give him some time to make a guy miss any of that. We haven't seen the the, the offense offensive plan be that. And it was it was that for Gallup last uh, last night. It was that for the tight end last night, and it was that for CD Lamb last night. And it wasn't that for 19. And it doesn't make any sense to me. I'm not saying he called a bad game. I thought he started off with some creative stuff. He tried to go to the well too many times on the reverse, and then you know it just kind of fell apart. But you have to get 19 involved. One because he's making 100 million dollars. Two because we've seen what he can do with a little bit of space if you give him the opportunity. Amari Cooper got his first catch in the fourth quarter. He ended up with five targets and one catch in this football game. Had your fantasy team. against a depleted yeah, secondary. Had your, yeah, uh, Darius went out of the game. Yeah, so they, he, he wasn't able to do nothing against those boys. I mean, that, that's a bad sign, man. That is a bad sign. 
Yeah, my, my fantasy team has Zeke and Coop on it. So uh, luckily I'm playing a guy that scored that scored very low. So I'll be all right because I got Tampa's defense tonight. So and I got Elena Fournette. So I, I'll make up some points. But, it, you know, b- besides that, I'm just tired of seeing us have a hundred million dollar guy and we not acting like he's a hundred million dollar guy. And, it's, and, and at some point, it's not even his fault. It's like, bro, you're the offensive coordinator. You're looking at this guy. And, and you're not going to give him a chance to, to, to make some of those big plays that you're giving other people the chances to make. And it, and so, I, and it is perplexing to me. So are you not put, are you not putting anything on him? Are you saying like, you know, basically is the play calling that's got him out of his rhythm or he just can't get open against anybody let, out there? Are you how are you putting that? Last, on? Last, last night, I'm putting it on the play call because you, you did have Ben Denucci back there. So you can't expect him to be throwing seam routes to Coop and, and a whole bunch of out routes and, you know, something creative. But you can find a way to get the ball in his hands. If you watch, let's say this, compare it to the Rams and Robert Woods. Robert Woods doesn't only catch passes down the field. He gets jet sweeps. He gets it's creative ways to get him the ball. You see him with a rush TD. You see him with a, with a receiving TD. Sometimes you might even see him with a pass TD. These guys are, 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 are their big-time players, and they're finding ways to get the ball in these guys' hands, and we haven't done that specifically with Amari Cooper, and now it's going to Zeke. You know, besides a couple Wildcat pass, uh, plays, you know, him, him and Pollard are getting almost the same amount of snaps, <laughs> like meaningful snaps. I don't understand. Do you think? But do you think that Zeke deserves more snaps, more, more chances with the rock in his hands? Yes. Yes. Let, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because if you discredit Zeke based off just this, the beginning of this season, and you forget what he's done for us to, to get him paid, then you you you're making a mistake. This guy still has the ability to make those big plays. You have to give him give him an opportunity to get some runs, fall for it. And then I see people like saying, "Yeah, well, he ran the wrong way on one play." Listen. He's done that before, and he's run for 20 or 30 yards. So, so you can't just tell those running backs to follow follow a certain way. These guys are playmakers because they see stuff that we can't see. And sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. But that's not a way, a reason to discredit him and say, look, get Pollard in because he hit the gap faster than Zeke did. That, that, that's dumb. Uh, but, Danny, I want to can... back you up on this. And here's how I'm backing you up. In this game, Ezekiel LA had 19 carries. Do you realize Boston Scott – had just four less carries than him. And Ben DiNucci threw the ball 40 times, okay? I got a problem with that. 40 times for a rookie quarterback. We know when Dak Prescott's throwing the ball 40 times and Tony Romo's throwing the ball 40 times. Troy Aikman, when you just look at Cowboy history, when these guys are throwing the ball 40 times plus or more in the game, they're losing. There's no way in the world that kid need to be throwing the ball 40 times and Zeke only had 19 carries. You gave him $90 million. Can you please use the guy? How did the Cowboys get good? How did Jason Garrett win coach of the year? How did they get a number one seed in 2016? It was because they went with the run game. When you look at the first three years of his career, this thing was built around Ezekiel Elliott and they won football games. I go back to DeMarco Murray's last year and what I consider the best year of football for Tony Romo. They were running the football and using the play-action pass. I'm sorry. Mike McCarthy, this is the one thing I asked him about in his press conference, and I feared that 21 would not get used properly. They should run this dude until his tongue falls off, man. He should be hanging out after games, man. <laughs> he should be sore walking after games, man. 19 carries well, I, against this team in which you won time of possession and they were trying to give you the win, man, that's just not good. You're right, look, and I agree with, with, the, with what both of you guys are saying. I think Zeke needs to get more carries, and they need to get him more involved. Um, but when we go back to those other teams, the DeMarco Murray teams, the success Jason Garrett had, even with 
um, Zeke early in his season, they all had one thing in common. They had that solidified offensive line there. They had somebody to lean on and can get. Zeke wouldn't even get touched until he was five yards down the line. So for me, I do think he needs to get the ball more. I do need, think they need to incorporate him more. And for me, I'm putting this more on Kellen Moore um, than anybody because the straw to me that broke the camel's back, man, and just had me frustrated and almost turned the TV off was I think we were, I think it was in either the second half or the first half. We're driving the ball with strictly runs. I mean, it was like Zeke here, yeah. Zeke left, <laughs> Zeke right, Pollard here, Pollard here, and out of nowhere. I mean, it was like, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it, but out of nowhere, we pull out some double reverse out of, I don't even know where it came from. Lost 10 yards. Fletcher Cox came in there, blew the whole play up. I think it was going to be a double reverse pass by Cedric Wilson, and that just blew all our momentum. I mean, it was just to me, I just couldn't understand the play call. And it was kind of frustrating like that all night long. So for me, I got to put this one on uh, on K Moore, man. And, and, and go here with Kellen Moore, too. This is this is this is and this also made me upset because I'm watching the game and I'm listening to us. You know how we talk about you should predicate the game off the run game. And then, you know, after that, do play action. I think we ran like two running plays. One of them was out of Wildcat, and then we came and ran play action on first down the next drive. And I was like, we haven't <laughs> sold them on the run. And, and they blew it up, bro. No, nobody fell for it. I think, we, I think he got hit in the mouth, and I'm sitting there like, nobody believed you was finna, uh, <laughs> that you was about to run that ball, bro, because they've seen what you've done in the past, and, and we're on the second drive of the game. You haven't even done anything to make them believe that Zeke is a problem. And you go out here and you yeah. run it on first on first down, and I was like, yeah, this that, that creative play calling is out of the is, is gone now. It's gone. And, and look, kids, look, and I'm sorry to to go ahead and keep pounding on my guy Danucci here, but look, kids that are watching the show and all that stuff. Look, there's only one Patrick Mahomes, all right? This is the one guy that can throw a sidearm, <laughs> throw it behind his back, throw it blind. There's only one of those, all right? My guy came out here yesterday or last night, and he threw about three or four of those little side, like he was trying to manipulate the ball around defenders. Should have had more than one intercepted. So, look, just just throw the ball regular. There's only one Pat Mahomes. Don't try that sidearm stuff. It ain't going to work, man. And, and, let me, and, let, and let me get one more on Danucci because, Nui, you on Twitter just like I am. Church, I'm not sure how often you on there. But the internet is still undefeated, all right? Somebody goes back and they find a tweet from Danucci back in 2014 talking about how yeah. horrible Tony Romo is. And we go out there and we no. see this guy. You talk, you, talk, you talk about full circle, all right, and not knowing what you're oh, talking about. Hey, hey, no. So also for this, kids, be, be careful, right? If you have aspirations to play in the National Football League, be careful of how you critique some of these <laughs> players because they'll find it and come back and get you. How do you feel about that tweet now, Danucci? Come man. on, man. Come 2014? On. They carry receipts from 2014? Oh, oh yeah. man. Ain't nobody they, they safe. Find it. Ain't nobody they safe. They're going to find it, man. If you go out there and stink up the joint like you did, you know, and, and, and that's what happens. You know, hey, listen, thank God for Gallup. I'm telling you, because without Gallup and, and them throwing those little short passes, it, it, it would have just been atrocious. <laughs> Fellas, for me, and we're getting on Kellen Moore about the lack of, of, of play calling when it comes to running the football. Philadelphia was worse. I mean, here was oh, a yeah. team in the first in the first half for a while. They were averaging seven yards per carry, and they stopped running the football and then let Carson Wentz not only throw the football, the guy was throwing interceptions and just doing dumb stuff. My gosh, the re- the, the the regression of Carson Wentz is sad. I mean, it is it's sad. Michael Lombardi. 
Michael Lombardi called him broken, uh, former NFL Jimmy. He called him a broken quarterback. I'm like, you know, he's probably right. But I couldn't for the life of me understand why Phillies folks, Doug Peterson, why were you all reluctant to run the football against a team that was giving up 172 yards a game and Boston Scott was out here looking like young Darren Sproles? I just shook my head (laughs) watching this, and I was just very frustrated as a football fan as I'm just sitting here saying, wait a minute, why are we trying to be cute? If you've got something that's working, if you're running, make them stop the run. It's it's simple football, but everyone is so in love with throwing the football, man. And for me, it's one of my biggest pet peeves when I see these coaches who are either head coaches or quarterbacks or these offensive coordinators who are former quarterbacks because it always goes to the very thing of, Throw, 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 throw. Bill Parcells used to have a, a, an issue with that stuff. And he's like, man, you have to make these play callers run the ball because they all want to sit up here and throw. They all want to show you how creative they are. And my goodness gracious, Philly loses that game against a team with a winning record. They will. This team's going nowhere fast. We already know it. But just the idiocy to watch Philadelphia put Carson Wentz further into a hole that this man was digging. Was just that was just that was that was hard to watch, man. I'm sitting there, you know, watching it from a cowboy perspective, guys. But I'm like, what are they doing? This is bad. This I is dumb. You know, Philadelphia. Was I can bad. tell you, Louis. Louis, I can tell you, I can tell you exactly what they were doing. Right? Peterson was on the sideline saying, "Look, if Carson Wentz throws the ball with any type of accuracy, just any type of accuracy, we will have Fulgham on 27 all day long." And then he called it. And he called it, and he called it. After a while, he realized Carson Wentz was just throwing Aaron throws that didn't make no sense. But it was barbecue chicken out there for my man 27. I'm glad he got those two picks because Carson Wentz, you know, he, he, he threw them right to him, and, and he made the plays. But hey. this dude is going to have a long season of guys going hey. at his neck for, speaking <laughs> for of, the entire game. Speaking of 27, man, I, I, you know, I got to give my guy a little bit of kudos, man. I mean, he his memory is just – it's unbelievable. You know, they say you got to have a short-term memory when you're playing defensive back. I mean, this, he he got to have he got to be the best at that. I mean, he's gotten beat left and right, but then all of a sudden he turns around and makes a miraculous play, and he's getting up. No, no, like it's just. I mean, he he got the intangibles, man. He just got to work on his technique a little bit, but he he's definitely a fighter, and he's somebody I, you know you could go to war with. You know, I you know I could I could definitely see him as a teammate. So I gotta give my guy a little bit of kudos, even though he was getting skirts out there a little bit. Yeah, so you yeah, can see with that second contract. You can see with that second contract. I don't know about all that, dude. I, you know, you I don't know about all that. Come on out there, throw the deuce. Throw the deuce over him. Come on, baby. Come on now. Do it. Do it. Right now, right right now he's earned a tender. Right now he's earned a tender. He'll, he'll get his tender on, after his fourth Hold year. On. I don't know about oh, second year sir, yet. I don't he know. earned a tender? He earned a tender off that game? I'm Fugle saying the fight, the fight alone. Oh, the fight alone. All right. The fight alone, man. The fight alone, man. The fight alone, okay. man. I'm telling you, you can go to war with that. You can go to war with that. Okay, all right. That, that's what got your situation here done. Right. We out here looking like, <laughs> look at like we look. Talking about just fight. We don't care if you give up 90 yards. Just fight. Over the top hey, of the hey, hey, still only a game out. Fight. It's still only a game out. As a coach, <laughs> oh, the once, as a former Dallas Cowboys coach once said, Fight is the whole mantra of the program. We must take a break here on the Players' Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. When we come back, the dumbest thing that I saw on Sunday, we will dive into that and we'll keep talking about the Cowboys. 23-9 loss and they're getting ready to face the Pittsburgh Steelers this Sunday in Arlington. This is the Players' Lounge on DallasCowboys.com radio. Hey there, Cowboys fans. With tight cleaners at home pickup and delivery, 
cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears, okay. Let's play. Cream Soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. To the Players' Lounge. Hey, do not miss your chance to get tickets to see the Cowboys at and Stadium this season with home matchups remaining against the Steelers, Washington, the 49ers, and Eagles. A limited number of tickets are now on sale. Get yours today at DallasCowboys.com slash tickets. You're in the Players' Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com. You're at SWBC Mortgage Virtual Home Studios. I'm Louis Scruggs, longtime Cowboys reporter, joined by former Cowboys safeties Danny McRae and Barry Church. Some news in the National Football League. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo expected to miss a few weeks with a high ankle sprain for the San Francisco 49ers. And 49ers tight end George Kittle expected to miss eight weeks with a broken bone in his foot. So the 49ers mm. season is... Um, it's getting tougher. Now, I'll say this. They'll probably be better off without Jimmy Garoppolo, who played horrible football yesterday. <laughs> I think the backup quarterback over in San Francisco is, uh, is a better football player. But no George Kittle is going to hurt. Now, the dumbest thing I saw yesterday, gentlemen, I think you probably will agree with me, is happening in the Bears and the Saints game in Chicago when Chicago wide receiver uh, Javon Wims got suspended two games mm. for fighting. Sitting up here, mm. punching a Saints player in the helmet. In the helmet, twice. I mean, what, what are we doing? He got himself kicked out of the game. <laughs> so you lose two game checks. And so I dived into the numbers to see, okay, so what exactly is, is young Mr. Wims making? He makes $250,000 this year. About seven, no, I'm sorry, $750,000 this year. So that's what he's making. So you've just lost two game checks, man. Mm, this is, mm, I mean, this mm. is just, and and you're you're hitting a helmet, okay? So you're not even hurting the guy. Um, that's just the dumbest thing I've ever seen, guys. He yeah, also it was, cost it was them the dumb game. On, uh, 
Yeah, it, it was dumb on two accounts. One, first of all, you, you losing paychecks, all that good stuff. And then two, what damage do you think you're going to inflict on somebody with a helmet on? I mean, these guys are going at each other, hitting helmet to helmet, going you know fast as heck. You think your fist is going to go through there and do some damage? I mean, that was probably one of the dumbest. I don't care what 22 did beforehand. He said he disrespected them somehow, some way. But you're telling me each one of those punches you thrown is worth that losing that paycheck i mean it's just outstanding to me that people do some of the dumbest stuff i mean like i always thought you know fighting on a football field and even in practice it's just a waste of energy man you, you already tired from going at each other banging all the time and now you want to start fighting and wasting even more energy and missing paychecks you're right new this is probably the dumbest thing i done seen maybe in my whole career that, <laughs> it was stupid it was stupid it's 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 dumb to me for two reasons one like I said, it, it looked so unprovoked. <laughs> like, like nothing yeah. was going on. You went tap the dude. Like you tried to make a whole theatrical thing out of it. That's dumb. One, he should be released. In, in my opinion, if I was GM, I was the coach there. I, I, he would be straight up released off the team. One, you don't have no respect for the game or your teammates. Because if you watch that game, that play changed everything for them. They went and lost yeah. 15 yards after that. I think they had the punt, and then, you know, whatever happened, then the Saints end up coming back and uh, coming and winning the game. So, in my mind, he cost them the game. He showed that he don't have no respect for his teammates because they out there fighting and clawing, trying to come back, doing everything they can, and you cost them that. And then you just don't have no respect for anybody, bro. Because, like, that's some stuff you might see on the street. You don't see that on the football field. You know, usually it's like somebody going too hard on the play and then they just get locked up and then you see some punches thrown. It was nothing like that. If you if you ever had a chance to go watch it, you you, you got to go see it because just us saying that somebody threw some punches is not telling the whole story. It was it was bad. It was just so stupid. and then like I, I don't understand like when he threw the first punch and the dude didn't react. Number 22 for them Saints. He got hit and he didn't react. He kind of just looked around like, what is this dude doing? And then he decides to provoke it even more and throw another one and jump on top of the guy. I mean, this this might have been the dumbest thing I've seen since 2018 when uh, Fournette ran off the bench to go fight that dude from the Buffalo Bills. So that I mean, those two, <laughs> these are both similar. And it was just some of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. Man, it was crazy. Now, I'm no good mathematician, but when I broke it down, and I'm just thinking of the $750,000, I'm not sure what he has in terms of roster bonuses or anything like that, but I just went in there and broke down to $750,000 and just you know, two game checks that he's going to miss. That's $94,000, man. That, that's yeah, what that's that, that's that dude That's about the full taxes. Man, mm -hmm. <sighs> And, he, and he's probably not so, going to see the rest of them because, like McCray said, he, you know, he might be released after this. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he was. Like, are you so, telling me that fight, those couple <laughs> punches are worth that? I mean, it, man, that's a mistake, man. Louis, let me help your math out because they're up there in Chicago and I played up there in Chicago and they, they Ooh, got state tax state up there. State taxes. They got, they got state tax up there, right? So if you say 750, you know, you almost cut that in half. I give them a little leeway. You look at somewhere like 360, 370, minus 90 before taxes. Man, you out there playing for free, especially if you get released. Agent fees. <laughs> agent fees. Don't, don't forget about them agent fees. Oh, yeah. 3% three, three oh, agent fees. Whatever, whatever you paying for cost of living out there because you rented a place. You ain't staying at a hotel. You rented a place. Now you got to move all your stuff back to where you came from. This stuff add up. Like, them, them two punches cost that man a lot of money. And you might see some guys who might not, some teams that might not even touch this guy just based off what he did. Yep. Yeah. Just, Once you get that label, what, it's hard to get about from that label, man. 
Mm. Which mm. goes back to what I said to, to start. This is the dumbest thing I've seen. When you start to think about that, I thought you did a great job laying out all the other repercussions that what comes with this, McCray, and, and just from the sense of why? You know, why? I mean, you didn't even get your money's worth. <laughs> There's none of this. Yeah, really. You got your money's <laughs> worth out of this. You know, now, and look, if, if this was, hey, Andy Dalton, you know, last week, if you were running up in here to hit, go, go hit John Bostic because Andy Dalton got popped, then maybe somebody could, but this, this was, this was just, this was bad. And, and the, you mm. know, his coach jumped, his coach just jumped on him after the game in the media. So the coach, the coach didn't have any sympathy for you. He went out there and thought you were, what you did was, was foolish and dumb. And and as you said, well, you Dan, it, it changed one, it, 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 <laughs> yeah. it changed one minimum of the football game here. So you know, nothing about what he did was honorable. Nothing he did was smart. It was just all bad, bad, bad. And you, you're right too, Danny. When you start talking about where you play and the kind of taxes you pay, man, you know that's that's something that I learned the hard way. Usually that's what happened. You learn it the hard way. I mean, when I lived in Ohio, man, because I came from Texas. All right, so I was working in Austin. And got to cover the Cowboys, their last Super Bowl team with Jimmy. So I got to cover the Cowboys, and then I went up to Cleveland. So by the first time I get the whole tax thing, I found out I had to pay federal tax. I had to pay tax to the state of Ohio. I had to pay tax to the city of Cleveland because I worked at the TV station in the city of Cleveland. And then I lived in this town. I lived in this town called Westlake, and I had to pay the town of Westlake taxes. So I got taxed four ways. I I was like, well, what? What are you talking about? I thought, I, man, I was, I was mad. I couldn't believe it because you know, you're not prepared a, for it. Westlake's a richy area too, so I know you was getting hit in property taxes, man. I mean, <laughs> man, I'll tell you what. I, I'm glad I was fortunate enough to play in Dallas and in Jacksonville, where there ain't no state taxes. So I saw every piece of that. But I know my boy, man, he's hurting right now. That's a lot hey, of hey, money my- he's lost. But by the way, by the way, side note: the best team in Ohio is now the Cincinnati Bengals. By the way, uh, goodness gracious, Joe Burrow is lighting them up, ain't he? Woo! The boy uh, look nice out Joe, here, man. He looks nice. And, and I'll tell you what, Joe Burrow has brought to Cincinnati. You know, it's the same confidence and the swagger they had at LSU. But Joe is from that area, and. The Cincinnati yeah. fans have a, you know, they truly have one of their own who's leading them. And I, I just hope the Brown family doesn't mess this up. I mean, I really do. I mean, they, they have essentially the guy they've always wanted. Okay? Here's a, here's a hometown guy. And they draft a lot of Ohio State products through the years because they like drafting those guys. You have a hometown guy right there from that area who understands that area. Please don't mess this up. In the draft, they need to be looking at every good offensive lineman they can because they have a future here. They have some building blocks. They've got receivers. You've got good run game between Mixon and, and Giovanni Bernard. Add some more pieces to your defense. But Cincinnati's on its way. And to me, and I don't know how much you guys watched of, of the Chargers game yesterday, but the Justin Herbert kid that they ended up drafting, this yeah, he's kid on is coming around. Yeah, this he's kid's coming way, around. Man. So. So if you are drafting high and you have the ability to get you, get a hold of a Trevor Lawrence, you have the ability to get a hold of a Justin Fields, you're seeing more and more of these guys ready to come to the NFL and play. Now, I'm not saying either one is going to be as good as Joe Burrow, but my goodness gracious, you see what happens when you have a quarterback. And I, mean, I think it's a course, lot to do with the – go ahead, Dewey, my bad, go no, ahead. No, 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 go, go ahead, what was it? 
No, I was just going to say, I think it has a lot to do with the development at a younger age now. I mean, you see a lot of these kids, especially the kids down south or on the West Coast, they have like seven on seven camps during spring. They have spring football. I mean, there's so many of these elite passing camps that kids are going to from when they're 10 years old and on. You just see a lot more arm talent and a lot more development in these young kids to where when they get to college or when, they're, when they get to the pros, I mean, they're just so like leaps and bounds ahead of, ahead of what it used to be back in the day. So I just think we're going to get more and more of these young talented quarterbacks coming into the league and uh, setting it on fire and and for and for joe burrow it was that plus you remember uh joe brady got a hold of joe burrow uh the year he won the heisman before he left he brought that saints offense in there and it just changed everything for joe burrow because before before uh before he got there nobody expected joe burrow to do anything because we were running offense and then you saw him be able to pick up the saints offense the nfl offense and he was able to translate that now to cincinnati and those guys they, they, they could have a winning record right now because they've been competitive in all their games. Then they go out there and they beat uh, they, they beat the Titans and they, they also have a tie. So you, you, you watch out for Cincinnati. That's why that's why we say, uh, Church, you know, winning the, the, the East is not going to be that easy because Cincinnati is one of those games that we all, all counted as a win at the beginning of the season. That's it's true. funny they you say that. They need to move on from it's A.J. Fun- Green, though. No. no they, I mean, look. You don't think they need to move now, on from A.J. Green? I mean, not right now. I mean, right now, AJ. Oh, yeah, Green, I mean, you can't right now, but 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 after the season, well, that's why you drafted T. Higgins and, and you've got Tyler yeah. Boyd. So no, they're not gonna yeah. they're not gonna pay for eight for him. I mean, they could go in and get a you know get another type of receiver next year. And Lord knows if the cap is going down the way everybody says, there's gonna be some serious bargains Ooh. out there. So so you know you, you can move on from AJ Green after the season. But right now, I like how he's got three legitimate options out there, and if they can find a tight end. That, that, that can also get out here and, 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 and make some moves for them. I mean, I love what they're doing with Joe Burrow. And, Barry, I'll go back to what you said, and I, here's what I really do truly feel, that the NFL has decided to be smart enough to let's take some of these college concepts of, the, of what these quarterbacks know and let's incorporate them into the NFL. Um, I Very love true. how Pep Hamilton – is, has worked with Justin Herbert, the quarterback coach, out there with the Chargers. And I don't know if Anthony Lynn is going to keep his job after the season because they keep finding ways to lose wins. Yeah. I mean, lo- lo- they're truly wins. They're double digits. They got wins in the bag, and they just find a way to give them away. So uh, Pep Hamilton can be free. But I tell you what, whoever is out there, you better go snag Pep, Pep Hamilton because what he's done with Justin Herbert has worked wonders. These coaches who oh, are yeah. smart are realizing, what did these guys do at school? How do we incorporate it? How do we work with them? Andy Reid may be the best where they sat Patrick uh, Mahomes for a year understood what he could do at Texas Tech they've implemented some of those things and look at where they've gone Uh, Bill O'Brien for as much criticism and rightfully so he's gotten this guy has put Deshaun Watson in some good situations uh, when he was down there in Houston before getting fired but man you look at these dudes what are you doing in college can we bring that to I love Justin Fields I don't think people talk enough about Justin Fields I mean Trevor Lawrence is, is, is a fantastic player and I've seen Trevor Lawrence play in person first thing I saw was this is a big dude. Um, he's going to be a good player. But Justin Fields, to me, has that ability to come in here and play like a Justin Herbert and be a contributor that we've seen of some of these guys who, who are coming out of college. So uh, the first and second picks this year in the draft could be very valuable and very, very good for whoever lands them. We've got to take I'll a break here. Cowboys. <laughs> um, <laughs> You want to go? We gotta take a break, man. We gotta take a break. Let's go. Let's let's go there next. Let's take a break, and we'll go there next, right here on the Player Signs on Players, uh, brought to you by Hotels.com. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride, right here in Texas. 
And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson Hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too important? Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor! Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score September 2019. To Dallas' frontline responders, thank you. To show its gratitude, Tide is offering free laundry services in Dallas to the families of frontline responders. Simply bring your laundry and your identification to Tide Cleaners, and they will wash it within two days. One thing less for you to worry about. While you take care of us all, Tide will take care of the laundry for the families of frontline responders. To learn more and find a location near you, visit hope.tidecleaners.com. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. Back to the Players' Lounge. Hey, looking for something to change up your dinner routine? Well, help support local Frisco businesses by choosing one of the Star District restaurants. For information on delivery, takeout, curbside pickup, and dine-in availability, visit thestardistrict.com. Church, uh, you're a frequent uh, diner out there that way. What would you suggest for uh, folks to go hit up? Out, Out in Frisco? Yeah, the Star District right there, you know, across from the Star. What, oh, what uh, well, you can never go, you can never go wrong with Del Frisco's out there. That uh, Double Tree Steakhouse out there, Del Frisco's, they got some of the best appetizers. They got the Philly, uh, Philly cheesesteak egg rolls are always on point. You could never go wrong with their uh, their steaks. I mean, I like mine medium, but either way, you, every way you like it, it's, it's, it's a great spot to go get something to eat. Atmosphere is great. Two stories, get some views in there as well. So you can never go wrong with Del Frisco's. All right, uh, Chris Beam, since you're the average man and Barry's got these expensive tastes, what do you recommend? <laughs> <laughs> my man, my man, Church wasn't even in the, he not even in the Star District. Church, I know, Church, I know. Church, I, Church, I, Church, I, Church, I, I know, he down the street. He down the street. I mean, not even. He's not my even gosh. Okay, I tried to tee that up. Danny, since you put it out there, I was going to let it slide. Right, I was gonna let it slide, Danny. But hey, you, I mean, Louis put me on there like right I live down hey, there. So, like, <laughs> I'm up there by you, Louis. You about this? Just go to Wahlburgers. Go Wahlburgers. Wow. Wahlburgers last night. It's good. Wahlburgers is good. No, bro. No, bro. No. Listen, if you go going to brunch, go to Common Table. If not, go to Tupelo Honey. They got some. They got a good fried chicken dish and some uh, macaroni and cheese. Go to them too, and you can't go wrong with Tri Tip either. They got some. Oh, they yeah. got some decent barbecue good. up there. Yeah, I've done Tupelo Honey mm, before. Mm, I've, uh, that's where I first met Chris Richard. We, I got to meet him over at a little lunch with uh, another friend at Tupelo Honey. So, good little spot. That's but the last uh, time you met him, too? <laughs> 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 My bad. <laughs> 
Hey, you can never. Hey, I tell you what, you, there's never a when, when Danny's around, man. You always gotta be aware on, of when man. shots will be taken, man. man. You know? I mean, him and our producer Chris Bean will throw slugs from anywhere, man. I'm telling you. The last supper, two below honey over there. You said that was his last first, supper, man. I'm done. It, it I'm, was, <laughs> no, man. It was the first supper, okay? It was the first. It was before the season started and everything, man. So it was first. It was when, when the hype was real, man. It was when the hype was real. But, uh, wow, wow. Uh, mm, mm, some NFL mm. news here to, to, to hit you with. Um, the 49ers have traded linebacker Quan Alexander to the Saints in exchange for Kiko Alonso and a conditional fifth-round pick. So the Saints are truly trying to go for it because their cap next season, I mean, they're, they're going to have to shed almost $100 million off this team next year. So they're trying to push in all the chips right now to win this thing. And, and I'm, I'm imagining this is the last ride for Drew Brees, too. So I guess that's why Sean Payton is trying to go, go ahead and put it all in there. That brings me to this question for y'all, for both of y'all. Uh, you know, seeing as the trade deadline is coming up tomorrow, I believe at like four or whatever it is, is there anyone out there that you would want to see the Cowboys trade for or that you could see the Cowboys trade for? No. Not at all. Okay, what about you, McCray? Absolutely not. Uh, why? Okay. <laughs> why? Well, is is the question about? being asked? <laughs> Don't don't waste nothing on nobody that's out there. All right, we 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 are what we are. We've been seeing it all season, and I know that the Steven said you know we're still we still in it. But even if you do win the NFC, you get you getting thrashed in the first round of the playoffs, and it's over. All right, so I mean I wouldn't even waste the, waste any picks any time. <laughs> so why why I'm waste your time out. with the season? Why, man? Just just why go why ahead and pack it in, man. You might as well just no, go no, ahead and pack no, it no, in. No no no, like like no, like Nui said, find out what you have on the roster. Find, you know, get your young guys out there, see what they got, see who you're gonna be able to keep on this team. Uh, next year, see what they can do, and then and then move on to the next season. And if you make the playoffs, then you make the playoffs. But you know, I mean, f- f- why? I- I'm not sure. You know, get, get, once you get a guy's New Year's Eve off. <laughs> Stephen Jones did say on 105.3 The Fan today he believes that the Cowboys are in it, and he's not anticipating uh, trading away uh, any any assets uh, to to try and uh, to, to you know to. To go ahead and start a fire sale. So let's get back into this. Before the break, McCray, you tried to make reference to the Cowboys uh, possibly getting the number one or number two pick in the NFL with Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback from Clemson, being the guy everyone's talking about, and Justin Fields, um, get most likely number two or definitely rising up in that top that top top three status, top four status, in my opinion here. So I right, take the floor, man. You go ahead and go with that. Hold on, hold on. See, see, Nui tried to set me up and put words in my mouth. I didn't say anything about the Cowboys trying to get one of those picks. They won't try to get it, all right? They're going to try to win games, just like they tried to okay. win the game last night, and okay. it just may not happen. So they may they may accidentally end up with one of those picks, you know, maybe just Do you think they're going to get second. one of those picks? Do no, you no, think no, they're no, going to get saying, one of those picks? So who, who is it right now? Is it the Jets? Is it the Jets? The Jets? The Jets are 0 and 8. No, no, you got a lot of ground to cover here, man. Yeah, you got, uh, some, so you got some people in front. The Jets, Jets are 0 and 8. Houston is 1 and 6. Jacksonville is 1 and 6. The Giants are 1 and 6. So uh, you've got folks we, we who are already. And, the, and then, of course, Atlanta is 2 and 6, and you beat Atlanta, so Atlanta's got you. Um, the Chargers. Could have been three and three and uh, three and four, but they they ended up losing, so they're now two and five. So, uh, look, there's there's um, 
shoot, the Patriots are two and five. So you've got people in front of you, is what I'm saying. It's 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 going to be a Nui. challenge to get to number two. No, look at look at the schedule, Nui. Look at the schedule. Right. Pick a game that you that you say we gonna win, and think we won't the, be the, stuck at two games for the rest of the season. Pick a nah, game. Look, there's the, no way. The, the, there's no way. As I as I said last week, guys, the the only time the Cowboys will be favored again is the end of the year against the Giants. And by the time that final game comes up there at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey, we'll have to see if either team is going to put out anyone who could help them get a W that day because it would be pretty clear on uh, terms of uh, what, what a win could cost someone in draft, in draft pick-wise. <laughs> so this may be the Danucci show and, and everybody else. You know, They may be bring back Don Terry Pope for one game only, you know. You know, hey. bring back Warley, bring speaking, back a whole slew of people for one game only. And throw them out. Speaking, speaking, speaking of Poe, man, listen, I, I hate that the show is so short because we haven't gotten we haven't gotten enough time to give the defense the shout outs that we they ain't deserve. even touched on the defense. We, yeah. We, they, you know, and I don't want people to think that we're not going to give them, you know, what little praise that, that they can deserve for this, this season and hopefully moving forward they get a little bit more. So I'm sure we'll get on it tomorrow, but I just want to, you know, make sure that we got in it today and saying they played hard yesterday. They played hard. They did. They made some plays. They, they got some turnovers. They blitzed a little bit, put some pressure on Wentz. They did some good things that we'll be able to dive in more tomorrow, but I just had to make sure on Monday that we, that we put it out there. It definitely helped that, you know, Wentz is a walking turnover out there. I mean, he, my boy was holding the ball like a loaf of bread in the pocket. I mean, it, his, his quarterbacking to me is, 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 is not good at all. And people had the nerve to say that he was up there with Dak Prescott. But that's beside the point. For me, I definitely got to give a little shout out to our defense, man. I mean, there's still a couple cats that are, that are missing right now that are still on that milk carton, <clears throat> number 98. But, I'm, but besides that, um, I feel like, you know, D Law, I feel like he showed up a little bit. Don't Randy Gregory, about Alder Smith. Alder oh yeah, he, Smith, he, no. he he's he digressed. Alder, yeah, he he definitely digressed a little bit. I don't know what happened when he put that blonde hair. Maybe that kind of threw his superpowers <laughs> off or whatever. But I don't know what happened. But Randy Gregory, he he showed up a little bit out there. He showed a little pop. He showed a little speed off the edge. So I gotta give props to my defense. We'll get we'll get into them tomorrow. But uh, they definitely played a little bit better than they did in season in uh, games previous. The hot boys returned on Sunday night football. So Hey Nui. <laughs> Nui, think about think about yes. what you just said. See the hot the hot boys are back. Uh, the 49ers shipped they hot boy off to, uh, to um, New Orleans where the real hot boys are. So we're going to see the battle and see what's really going on. Who, who The battle of the hot boys for the rest of the season. That's what, that's what I'm ready to see. Hey, if this well, D-line starts talking about hot boys, it's, man, they, they don't need to talk about anything. They need to get some sacks and some quarterback pressures, man. They, I, I better not hear none of these dudes talking about hot boys. Come get this merchandise out. I better not hear nothing about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they will have to face uh, the team from Western Pennsylvania on Sunday, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and their quarterback is a little bit better than the one they faced this past week. So we'll also dive into the Steelers along the way. And one of my biggest fears is there'll be a whole lot of folks with terrible towels at Jerry World on Sunday. We've got a lot to get to the rest of the way here on the Players Lounge. If you've listened to the podcast and you've enjoyed it, please tell a friend. Uh, we'd love to have as many people in here as possible. Well, it's on replay, so if you're checking us out on Twitter or on Facebook, you can just replay it if you miss it, and, um, and, and we appreciate your time. I'm Nui Scruggs, longtime Cowboys reporter, 
Barry Church, Danny McRae, they join me every Tuesday at 2.30 p.m. Central Time Zone. They're former Cowboy safeties, and they bring you their perspective on things, which is always a bunch of fun. And, of course, longtime Cowboy employee Chris Beam is our producer who makes everything happen. So we appreciate you checking out the Players' Lounge on Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?